What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another Fit for Life with Julie and Ross podcast. Hey, team, we're back. Today, we are going to be talking about something that we are both really passionate about, and that is saving money. Just a disclaimer before we dig into this, these are the tips that we personally apply to our lifestyles and our relationship. It's not financial advice, so if you do need any help, of course, speak to a professional financial advisor. But I guess we'll just get started on it. So do you want to start with any tips you have? What do you do, Ross, to save Yeah, the, uh, the first thing is to make sure you have a savings account. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you've actually got to have one to be able to put money into it. But something that I do every time I get paid, and we get paid monthly um, with the employment that I work for, uh, is make sure that we have an automatic payment going out toward the savings account. So straight away, payment comes in for the salary, and then straight away it goes to the savings account, a certain portion. So um, yeah, that's what I do. And that's, I also do the same thing, and I think that this is a really cool way to do it because then your money is going straight from your pay to the savings account and it's like you never even missed it because you never had the chance to see it in your spending account. And I think that's just a really easy way to make sure that you don't touch it and you're actually saving for what you want to save for. And that leads on to the second point, which is to actually have a goal of why you're saving. Like what are your short and long-term things that you want to save for? And Ross and I have a few short and long-term goals that we usually save for, such as travel. Yeah, travel. Uh, at the moment, we are working towards the house, so um, obviously that's a very large, <laughs> very large expense. So we're really trying to save as much money as we can, and 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 that's really important to have that goal because it drives you to, I guess, push harder to save more. You know, we're typically, if we didn't have that goal, I might not be saving as much much money. But basically, because <laughs> yeah. we do have this this massive goal that. We end up, uh, or I end up, um, you know, setting up as, mu- as much money as we can, basically. Yeah, and because we have this big goal, it really makes us kind of rethink about where we're spending our money. And that would be another tip, you know, look at where you're spending money and how you can kind of cut your spending. So, for example, if you are someone that goes out every lunchtime at work, maybe it means that you could cut back by doing a meal prep or maybe it's that you like to get a coffee each day maybe you could buy sachet coffee and use that and take that to work each day in your little keep cup or a reusable cup instead so there's a lot of different ways that you could cut back on spending money each day and other things we do when it comes to eating out you know how often do we eat out yeah it's a really important thing to to think about is that we we don't very you know often eat out we don't we don't buy coffees out. We don't, um, you know, eat meals or lunches out very often. Uh, we've never ever ordered Uber <laughs> Eats or delivery food. Like that's a that's an expense that's unnecessary. You can go to the supermarket or you can prep your own meals at home. Um, you know, like it's it's not necessary to get something like Uber Eats. So you know that is an unnecessary expense for most people. Definitely. And so when we speak of unnecessary and necessary expenses, of course, things like rent. You can't, you can't really beat things like rent or insurances, life insurances, whatever kind of things you have. So for us, those are really important to us. For me, personally, things like competing, that's a big passion for me. And our health is an investment. So, you know, I have health insurance, so does Ross. And I also love having a coach for my competition prep. And to me, getting a coach is an investment in yourself. So it's a 
about really prioritizing what's important to you and my health and fitness goals are really important to me and that's why I prioritize those and so when it comes to choosing what hobbies I like to do of course competing is one of them going out clubbing every night isn't really something that aligns to my goals so it is important to think about your short-term and long-term goals and where you're spending your money as well do you have anything to add to that Ross? No, it is just uh, important to make sure you do know where your your incomings, your outgoings are going. Yeah, definitely. And then also I think if you're in a relationship, it's really important to, for us, this is obviously just our own personal experience. I think it's really important for us to, you know, be open about our, I guess, financial goals and products and things we want to buy and what's important to us. I mean, sitting here at the desk, I can just look over to the shelf and I see Russ has a Lego collection. If you follow me on TikTok, you'll see some of the amazing things Russ has. But in saying that, he doesn't go out spending money on clothes all the time or shoes. I mean, you wear a lot of the same clothes. You don't buy a crazy amount of shoes. You don't go out partying. I mean, Lego is a hobby, right? It's a yeah, passion. yeah. And, and and it's not something that, like, especially at the moment, because we are saving for the house, there's definitely Lego sets I'd want to go and get. But because we have a goal in mind, uh, I obviously have to sacrifice not go, being able to go and get all the you know sets that you want to get. So... <laughs> It is about having a priorities as well. There, you know, there is always going to be something that you might have to give up, whether that's like a regular coffee or whether that is a you know, couple of lunch outs per week, or maybe that even is you know some sort of um, expenditure with with clothing or something like that that you would normally get. Um, but it's something you might have to give up for a short period of time to work towards a bigger goal. You know, like, like we we do have. It's kind of like fitness, really, because like saving money is kind of if you're saving money for a big goal you have, it's like, you know, sticking to your macros and you're looking to achieve a fitness goal. At times, it's going to feel like you have to sacrifice something, but you're not actually sacrificing anything. You're consciously choosing to, you know, take the cheaper option so that you can get the bigger goal later on it's delayed gratification which happens a lot in our fitness journey it's like choosing to have meal prep instead of getting uber eats and the donuts at lunch in the staff room so i think delayed gratification is something that both ross and i are really good at we know what we want in the long term and we're willing to make the right choices in the short term to achieve those uh, something else i'm just going to keep talking because i love this topic so much something else i think is really important uh, is reflection. And again, this is very similar to fitness goals. I like to reflect on how I'm going with my saving money goals at the end of each month. So usually, especially while we're saving for a house, Ross and I will look at, you know, what our financial, I guess, situation is at the end of each month to see what we could improve on for the next month and moving forward. So it's just kind of being aware of your spending habits and what you could improve on moving forward. Yeah, and that's right. And it, I guess it comes back to goals as well, and that is like fitness, right? So you have long-term goals, and we do review it. So we'll have you know targets to hit by you know certain certain amount of time, for example. Um, you know, it's, it all helps growing towards that, that house deposit. So we might have you know, for example, a savings goal to hit by the end of June, and we try and make sure that we um we push for that, yeah. um, and keep reviewing it. So it really does help to I guess um, incentivize and increase <laughs> the, yeah. um, the savings. Definitely. And then that also comes down to when we talk about sacrificing things, it comes down to also realizing what is a want and what is a need. Do you really need that designer handbag or those new shoes or the newest iPhone that came out? Or do you 
just want it? Have you just been sold by social media that you really need that new handbag? I think that so much of what we buy is influenced by the people around us. And it's really important to kind of be able to look at what you want and what you need. And something that I have done ever since I was younger is kind of, it's not like a t some people do a 10 second rule where they have to, you know, stop and think, do I really need this for 10 seconds and break it down. For me personally, I like to have like a week or two week rule. And Ross has seen me do this when we've been traveling overseas. You know, if I wanted the new Beats headphones or I wanted um, a new, I guess, iPhone or computer, I will think about this for a solid anywhere between one week to three months. Before the new iPhone came out, I probably talked about it for six months before getting it. And I hadn't had a new phone prior to that for a long time. So I think really slowing down your thought process before impulse spending is a really good way to do this. And it again happens to relate to food. If you see a donut sitting on the table, stop yourself, pause 10 seconds, See if you want it, do you want it, do you need it, does it align with your goals, and then decide what you're going to do. Uh, I think, yeah, I'm pretty good at that. And I mean, Ross is very not impulsive, you would say. Eh? You, don't, no. you don't really impulse much at all when it comes to buying or eating, I feel. Another thing to think about when it comes to spending money, of course, we live in an apartment, we do pay rent. But I like to try and make sure that we're saving money on electricity where possible. So if we leave the light on in the bathroom, I'll get up to turn the light off. I think there's lots of little things that you can do, whether it's with your internet. Maybe you look for a cheaper internet, um, you know, what's the called? Internet plan? plan yeah. yeah, cheaper electricity bills, water bills, and just cutting back where you can on certain things that you don't need to be spending more money on. But that's kind of like... All the tips I can think of. I mean, can you think of any other ones? No. Well, really, when it comes to us, like in the, in the family, we're known as squirrels. So um, we squirrel away for you know, the winter, yeah. <laughs> basically. So uh, we, we both really save quite quite hard. And, and I guess that's not for everyone. But it is a really good idea to have some sort of savings plan. So we try and save as much as we can. Pretty much everything we earn, we save. But, you know, for some people, aiming for like 10 to 15%, 25%, for example, is a good... Um, of your income. Yeah, it's a, a, it's a good good place to start. But, uh, yeah, for us, it's as much as we can. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And I think it's so funny that Russ mentioned the squirrel thing because we actually are known as the squirrels. We really just kind of anytime we get the money that we're working so hard for, we just put it away and we really try our best not to waste money on things and so you might think like oh this sounds so boring like oh saving money live a little you know you're only young once whatever you're thinking I mean like we do love to go traveling and we definitely when obviously the borders are open we save money for those trips away and we live our life but it just comes down to realizing we are wasting money on things that don't truly bring you joy and for some people maybe a um, designer handbag brings them joy but for us I think a lot of our joy comes from going on a holiday together and having that quality time and on the flip side of that not every time you hang out with friends or go on a date has to cost money there's so many free things you could do like you could go on a picnic with your friends and that's a lot cheaper than going out for an expensive meal the things that you do with loved ones don't have to cost you money when it comes to presents for people it could be you know an act of service you don't have to go and spend crazy amounts of money on your partner to show them that you love them maybe it could be that like Ross did for my birthday he part of my present was 
that he planned the whole weekend out for me and we went hiking and you know we had champagne at home or whatever but when we went out for our lunch it's not like I went out and we ordered a hundred dollar bottle of champagne for lunch you know so I think that's something that we really do as well we make sure that we enjoy time with loved ones without feeling like we need to show that love and affection by spending copious amounts of money awesome do you have anything else to add to that Ross no I think that wraps it up well yeah I think I could just talk all day about this but thank you so much for tuning in I hope this helps you guys if you have any tips at all feel free to send them through to me and I'm happy to do a YouTube video on this and share some of your tips as well. We'll catch you in the next one. See you in the next one.